We have half a million women and children being sold as slaves today in America. We eclipse yeah. in a year the amount of slaves we actively have in this country than what we accumulated from Africa in 350 years. Wow. You are now tuned into Stay Dangerous. In the studio today, we have Jakob Boyens. Did I say it right? It's Yaku. good enough. Yeah, Yaku. 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 Yaku, Yaku Boyens. Yeah, there you go. I, I, thought, I, thought Chad, I thought Chad Robo Show was hard. He's but, uh, from Louisiana, <laughs> Yaku. You got to give him a sign you on got, that. With the Robo <laughs> Show. Yaku, Yaku Boyens. Yeah. Yaku Boyens. I got it. Chad, it's, it's, an, it's an honor, brother. Yeah. No, uh, no, it's really an honor to have you Thank here. Thank you, Sean. And, uh, Absolutely. Being here in the studio with honor. us and uh, the work you do is... Uh, I always tell people, people will like... Because I do veterans ministry full-time... You know, we have the other efforts we do with rescuing people and, and stuff yeah. like that. But but my full-time calling is is uh, veterans ministry, first responders. and But what what burns my heart the most is uh, is traffic children. That's what burns my heart more than anything else. You know, it just mm -hmm. happens to be that's God uniquely called and equipped me to serve in the veteran community. But where my heart's most burdened is, is uh, the enslavement and the abuse of uh, of. of Humans, first of all, but yeah. especially children, and, and and you know, God's called you to that, and and, um, and it comes it comes behind an incredible story, and uh, I think before we get started in some of the topics we want to talk about, I'd love to just hear where you came from, uh, and, and what what you know what was the secret series of events that has allowed God to bring you to the point now to where you're doing the ministry work you're doing. Yeah, you know those moments in your life when when you there's so much precedent in the Word of God when you. We, Moses leads him through the Red Sea, and he says, "Stop building an altar of remembrance." You know, uh, because the reason is we have to we have to see God's hand in our past. When we look back and go, "Man, that was a moment of God. Am I on the right path?" And so we've had moments of God that led us down this path. But before I go there, just real brief, thank you, brother, for your service, Sean. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Unbelievable man of God, your unbelievable fathers and grandfather. I can't believe you're <laughs> grandfather. Yeah. But but um, but just thank you as an immigrant. Um, I get to be a free American because you guys fought, and so and you continue to, uh, and and thank you for how you love the body of Christ uh, and this country, you know, yes. and I and yeah. I do too. And if I if I was young enough, I would I served in my country, but I would serve here in a heartbeat. Uh, for us, 1994, I was a senior in high school, 18 years old, no father figure, um, which we didn't know really is a as a key component in our country mm -hmm. for making a child a soft target with the fatherless generation that we have. But my sister was 12. God blessed her with an unbelievable voice singing where she wins a national singing competition like American Idol, but this is before American Idol exists, against wow. adults. She wins a record deal. Long story short, the head of A&R at the record label ends up being the guy who traffics her. So 12-year-old girl uh, from a from a single parent home, my mom is a warrior. The woman walks on water with God. She is just rock. But I was dad, you know, because I was 18. She was 12. I'm six years older. So, and we didn't know it was trafficking. So that was a six-year process, Chad, of, of Ilonka being trafficked through the music business. And um, there was a rescue. And after her rescue, she ran away, and there was a second rescue, and I was really, really blessed to be a part of that. And then we learned, and we made a deal, my mom and I was playing rugby at the time, professional rugby. We made a deal that when we found Ilonka, we would come to the U.S., mm. and we were going to go to Nashville 
because we believe that music would help heal whatever whatever this is. And people thought she was a runaway. No one, no one knew, right? Well, we learned about human trafficking, the evil, the intention of Satan against children. Yeah, and it's intentionally children, and I and I can I can speak on why I believe that is children. But we learn about what evil does to children through my sister's mouth. And so sitting in a room, everything I know about trafficking, I've learned through her eyes of what men had done. Mm-hmm. And, it's a, and it, was, it was, um, was a disaster. Set off a storm in my mind, Sean. I mean, your first thing is, it's my fault. How could it happen on my watch? Where was I yeah. to protect her? Then it comes into, I, I want to find and terminate any yes. person. You know, you... The emotions, and then I looked at my brother because he's just a year older. Like, where were you? Mm-hmm. And he's like, but he was just thirteen. Yeah. yeah, and so you you don't know. You're ill-equipped as an eighteen-year-old boy. Yeah, hurt hurt makes you start blaming and looking for fault in some something other than yourself. And it creates belief systems, you yeah. know. And Satan loves this. He loves two for one deals, man. Three for one, you know. And 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 um, your story. I mean, I'm so in awe of your story and your wife and what you guys do. And and so so. It, it is very easy to break a human being. You can break a human being like you break a horse. So by default, the last 28 years we've been in this fight. And for us, it's always been children. Now, granted, we do rescue adults, yeah. but our heart is we're going after children. And, you know, we've operated in 53 countries around the world. In 2012, God just laid on my heart one day and he said, I brought you to this country to invest in this country, mm. to contribute to this society and culture. And so we focused since 2012 on saving, rescuing, helping kids be able to be restored through shelters in the United States. And so that's our focus every day. It's what we do 24-7. Um, and yeah, that's that's how we got here. Well, the sad, the sad irony of what you're saying is, you know, you and your mom, you know, you're witnessing your sister go through this and you're like, when we get her, we're going to go to America. A lot of people come to America because we feel like America is like, it's home base, it's safe. Land of the free, the yeah. home of the brave, milk and honey. I had no idea. Chad, I was, we were in Nashville and our world's falling apart mm-hmm. because in Nashville, after immigrating, she called a family meeting and she's saying this. And it's like, it's, it's your, your world shatters. And within three months, I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee, sitting at a red light. And I'm watching an, a, an episode play off on the street corner at a, at a Walgreens mm. pharmacy. And I'm, what I'm seeing, I go, wait a minute, that's exactly what my sister told me they did to her. And I'm witnessing for the first time where I saw, mm-hmm. right? And this is 2000 and 2002 when I saw, wait a minute, and it shook me to go, wait, there's trafficking in America? Yeah. Come to know we're the number one nation on earth, trafficking children, demanding sex with children, producing porn, consuming porn. Gen Z today, which is 12 through 25, Gen Z is the number one demographic, American Gen Z on earth, producing pornography on themselves, distributing it. We got a massive cultural problem here, you know, uh, and it's a, it's a war between, between God and Satan for his children. I think most Americans, we live in this bubble, uh, which is good, right? Because we feel like it's safer. We feel like, but I think we can't be naive to the reality of, of, of 
the things that lurk inside of this this great bubble of America. I mean, and uh, the reality is, it, it, things like you're saying, the number one nation for sex trafficking in the world is the United States of America, and we have to be honest about that if we're ever going to do anything about it. Uh, I think the numbers I've heard is a hundred and fifty billion dollar year industry, mm-hmm. uh, but you know that's a cash industry, so it's probably equivalent to you know four or five hundred dollar billion dollar year industry, and that outpaces like you you to give perspective that's bigger than the airline industry, bigger than any major like brand, bigger than all professional sports combined. Uh, if you took NFL, I'm so glad uh, you're per- you're bringing a perspective <laughs> yeah, like but- that, and just to reiterate what you're saying, we're talking about selling people. Selling people like their commodity for sex is a bigger industry, tax-free, than professional sport. Wow! Right. And we have people in 2023 asking, "Is it a problem?" Mm. You know, it, yeah. it's it's such a pro. It's and and look, by God's grace, we we learn every day, and we get intel from around the world, and and our organization. And and this is totally God. I can take I take zero credit, and I want no credit. But the Lord allows us to see early because we have so many voices speaking into our world. I told you I was on on the phone with African nations this morning going, what happened? What's happening there with organ harvesting now flooding through Mexico into the U.S.? Mm -hmm. Came out of Nigeria. Uh, So we get to see early as an organization, and I think the Holy Spirit leads us so that we can combat. Because we have a slogan, We, we, we believe we can save a child, Sean, before they need rescue. Yeah. And so that's the child that is a target for a predator. The predator sees the child. The child doesn't know they're already talking to a predator. Most teenagers, if you give me their phone within five minutes, I'll show them how they're already in their DMs speaking to a predator by the type of, of questions the guys ask. Yeah. Just human behavioral science, right? And so we can fortify that child and stop this thing. But to your point, it, it's madness. And, and, and honestly, 1% of the crimes reported I mean, we don't even, mm. currently the U.S., the, the, this current administration does not even calculate, for instance, trafficking through something like OnlyFans. Mm. Those numbers aren't even reported, right? We don't even know how big, there's no way to even know. How, how do you measure that? But I even mean, if, even the conservative number is, out, is insane. any industry in the world. And, and I mean, and um, I think I'll take my compassionate heart, put it aside and uh, put my empathy aside for a second to, from a business perspective, if I was selling drugs, yeah, I could sell up uh, drugs and it'd be used one time. I can't make more money off of it. But a human being, a, a, a five-year-old child, I could sell a hundred times a day for the next ten years. And then once that child's body, mind, and soul so ruined that I can't sell them for profit for sex anymore, I could take that same human being and put it and chop it up into parts and sell their organs. I mean, that's. Uh, again, you know, putting my compassion aside to say that bluntly because it's yeah. this is what happens to human beings, uh, and it's not. This is not me being extreme or gaslighting. This, that's the reality of what happens. People don't want to hear that. N- nothing, but, nothing. And I, I make you guys a promise today. Nothing I'll say today. I did not experience firsthand. I don't talk secondhand. If my eyes didn't see it, if I tell you we fish a dead body out of the river on the border, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. If I tell you. Three-year-olds are being trafficked. Nothing you're saying is hyperbole. Nothing is exaggerated. There's a life expectancy of that child as a sex life, and when that's terminated, there's organs. Wow. And those organs come at a very high price because they're youthful. 
a 12-year-old's heart and is a reason pre-puberty is very valuable. Mm. Kidneys. And I know that sounds like, you know, yeah. but this is the reality. And yeah. my, my, my you have to speak out of it for people to get And I'm it. so, I mean, I, brother, I can't honor you. And I'm just going to keep honoring you in the show, both of you, because we're not having real conversation in yeah. America. Yet we, we virtue signal on the conservative movement mm -hmm. that we're going to fix problems. And I go, you will not. You're doing triage, but we need surgery. Right. Right. Stop the bleeding, but go in and find the cancer and yeah. cut it out. Right. And unless we have these real conversations of saying, okay, for instance, and I, I don't want to lead you in the show and so on, but for instance, let's say there's a raised awareness like we just had. Right. And I'm so thankful for Sound of Freedom. I really am. Okay. But now it raises awareness. And people will say, human trafficking is awful. It's terrible. It's, it's atrocious. Oh, all these migrant children are flooding into the country that are being trafficked. And, you know, Mallorca says he lost 85,000 kids. He's lost a quarter million. 85,000 is what they're willing to admit. That's terrible. Halt the bus for a minute. Who's buying the children? Right. 100%. The supply who, demand, who, right? Who's paying for the sex? They don't want to. Americans are not yet there, Sean, yeah. mm -hmm. where they want to take that Michael Jackson song, The Man in the Mirror, and go, yeah. what's my responsibility? Which is your role in a unit, yeah. in military. Yeah. Yeah. If there's six of you, the other five better know yeah. you, you got them. They can't wander. When we're getting into a foxhole, Sean, you know, this is like, yeah. I'm going to do me, yeah. and I take ownership, right? America is not yet in this conversation having that conversation. Well, we can't create a demand for something and then be outraged by by it. We we we're the buyers. As we're yeah, we're the buyers. If you're participating on watching these reels on Instagram, if porn. you're participating and watching pornography, uh, you're you're a contributor to this, and you have to be able to, you know, look in the mirror and and admit where you're part of the problem to be part of the solution. Well, uh, I mean, I love Sound the Freedom too. Uh, I did have a problem with the film uh, from the sense of this. At the end of the film, there was a huge opportunity. Uh, you bring this, it cr you created this really, and I don't want to pick up, pick them apart because I'm very thankful for Tim Ballard and, and, and Jim Caviezel and everybody involved in that film, but I, I did feel like there was a missed opportunity. At the end of the film, there, there was an opportunity to call people to action because they were emotionally stirred. They got a glimpse behind the, behind the curtain, and instead they said, let's, let's get more people to watch the movie. We're talking about the problem, but what's the solution? I mean, I thought at the end they could have pointed to some of Tim's organizations and got people on board to be part uh, of the or, legislation. Or, <laughs> or I'll say this, other organizations. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, there's, we work with 172 NGOs in this country fighting human trafficking. What the public doesn't understand is some of it is so myopic that a safe house they don't do awareness prevention. They don't write policy. They don't do rescue. They can only focus on their whole world mm -hmm. is for the seven, on average, seven girls or seven women that they care for 24-7 that needs dental care, a GED, doesn't have a driver's license, has never balanced a checkbook, doesn't understand love, belonging, purpose. Their world is that. That's all they do. We, need, we are so under-resourced, understaffed in this nation. There's no room. Yeah. To go, we can do it all, or we don't no. share. There's no, and so I agree, huge missed opportunity. But if your if your nature is not called to action, my wife says this: you got to move, inspire. And she's a my wife's a as a as an award winning screenplay writer. You have to move, inspire, 
But if you don't commission, think yeah. of a church on a Sunday. Mm. Beautiful message. I feel good. Worship's great. That pastor better tell you, the scripture I just read to you, this is how you go Monday through Friday and you go apply it. Yeah. Mm. You live it in your daily life. You change your habits. There has to be a call to action. Had, has and, to be. And, but to have a call to action, you must be connected. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 spread the love and pass it on and go, hey, call Mighty Oaks. This is what they do, right? Call Mercury One. This is what Glenn and, and Suzanne Grishman is doing. Call Tim Ballard. Call Gene Allard at you know the National Institute of Shelter Care. You know to find out. Yeah. All, all these best practice things because if I'm gonna go jump out of an airplane tomorrow, I've learned that I should call you. Yeah, we can go do that too. By the way, <laughs> because you because you're probably going to help me. Yeah. See my kids, right? Why not? I mean, there are people that invest their lives in this. And so my concern is, I, mean, I have a big concern. We released a movie, and, and I, I'm not plugging the film, but we released a movie at the same time, but I did it very, very quietly because I knew what was going to happen. Because I saw Sound of Freedom four, three, three and a half years ago. America was going to go, this is awful. And it was going to be like a news cycle. It's a flash, it's a flash in the pan. It's going to be a wave. Yeah. yeah. And then it actually, in a way, if you don't call them to action, it's a huge missed opportunity, but it actually leaves a trail of destruction because the predator goes, whoo, I weathered the storm. Yeah. Kind of like a blitz attack in yeah. the middle yeah. of the night and you've got no air power to follow it up. Yeah. And it was just infantry and, 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 and like just ride it out yeah. for a minute. And with this new cycle, it doesn't. It's so fast. I mean. Yeah. You know? That's why. That's that's why I said. You know. And again, not picking on those guys because I think they did a great thing. Incredible, Tim, incredible Tim awareness. But uh, you have to use these opportunities to to call people to action, get people engaged. And and, and I thought, you know, they could have made a bit of fund that everybody could have used to do the impact to make the impact do the work. But we can do. But but you're doing it now. Yeah. You're doing it on this show right now. We're going to call people to action, tangible things like we can tell a father what to do tonight. In the life of his 60, people always say, Yaku, we want to fight human trafficking. And, and I'll tell guys this all the time, and I do on stage. And I said, well, let's first make sure you're not part of the problem. Mm -hmm. How could you ask me that? I'm here. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Do you watch porn? And then the room goes quiet. Mm. They go, well, why you got to go there now? Yeah. Because we have culturally accepted pornography. They, the church, to a degree, if well, porn doesn't hurt anybody. It hurts everybody. And I argue it hurts the guy viewing it the most because mm -hmm. it separates you from God's original intent and design. It's going to destroy your marriage. It's going to wreck everything, right? Mm -hmm. It's the ultimate, because sex is a weapon. God made sex as a weapon to bond husband and wife together. Mm -hmm. Satan goes, I'll use it to destroy. Yeah. And, when you, and why children? When you fast track the program, the sexual program in a child's life, when you introduce porn to a child at eight, which is the average age now, eight. And remember, this is not Pamela Anderson on a Harley Davidson with her top off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When, when we grew up, this is gang rape. Yeah. Yeah. They're hello to, oh, that's a woman's purpose. Oh, yeah. I, and then the other thing is, oh, so I should be naked with other dudes with a girl. Yeah. It's a complete destruction yeah. in an eight year old's brain mm -hmm. that sets them on this course, but you can never turn it off. Hey, folks, I got a shout out for our new awesome sponsor, Midas Gold Group. These guys are the real deal, a family business in precious metals for two generations run by 
Marine Corps veterans who are all about supporting veteran causes and putting America first. But the best part, they know that true financial freedom comes from owning private currency like gold and silver. If you're feeling a bit worried about the unknown and want to secure finances, look no further than Midas Gold Group. With all the crazy stuff happening these days, it's smart to be prepared. If you don't know, our financial data is stored electronically, from bank deposits to retirement accounts, and let's face it, our digital grid isn't exactly invincible. That's where owning gold and silver can save the day, and it's becoming a seriously compelling option. Now here's the scoop. Inflation is nibbling away at your dollar's buying power, and major players like Russia, China, India, and Saudi Arabia are making moves to trade oil in different currencies. This could shake things up big time, as the dollar's stability depends on being the world's trade currency. The central bank digital currency is virtually already here, with patents filed and big banks making plans. And Midas Gold Group sees potentially sketchy implications here. Will it mean the end of cold, hard-earned cash? Is it tied to social credit scores? Storing all our financial info on digital ledgers sounds pretty risky, doesn't it? That's why you can count on Midas Gold Group. They're here to lend a helping hand. They've got competitive pricing, top-notch service, and lightning-fast deliveries all across the United States and Canada. And get this, they can even show you how to use your IRA and old retirement plan to own physical gold and silver without getting hit by any additional tax implications. So listen up, folks. When it comes to precious metals, Midas Gold Group is the real deal and the only one I trust. Give them a ring at 855-322-GOLD. That's 855-322-4653 or hit up their website at midasgoldgroup.com. That's midasgoldgroup.com. They're all about giving friendly, no pressure advice on precious metals. And guess what? If you drop my name, Chad Robichaud, they're throwing in some free silver with any qualifying account. You can't beat that, right? So don't wait around. Secure your financial future with Midas Gold Group. Swing by MidasGoldGroup.com or dial 855-322-4653 and make sure you mention Chad Robichaud sent you. Trust me, you'll be glad you did. You, you mentioned this a couple of times and you, you said, and, and I believe you, but you said Satan has a specific uh, angle towards children. Mm-hmm. Why do you believe that? I, I've had hundreds if not thousands of hours of conversation with God about this. Why kids? Why children? And and this is what I've come to scripturally and, and in prayer with the Lord. It's about legacy. It's about the future. So if I ask you, what is America? America is not a flag or a constitution. Those are symbols. It's people. Yeah. And it's values. And if the values go, trust me, South Africa, they changed our flag. They changed our anthem. They'll change the anthem. They'll change the flag. They'll make this a socialist country if they could. You, you won't recognize America unless the people hold the values that built her, that God built her. So, so Satan goes after the children because, and I say this, remember, Sean, you're a man of God. Chad, you're a man of God. Every morning, Satan is reminded that you, Sean Robichaud, you get to go to a place that Satan once sat, and he can never go there again. He was in the throne room. He walked in the inner courts with God. You get to go there. You get to call God Father. He doesn't. He used to. It's a war. It is hate at the ultimate level. So he hates you so much because you get to go back to God. You get to redeem. Christ died for you, not for him. He's forever cast out. 
He's going to steal your legacy. He's going to take your children. He's going to corrupt them. Remember, Scripture says if you train them when they're young in the ways of God, they will not depart when they're old, even if they're a prodigal. Mm-hmm. Well, Satan goes, I'll break them young. They'll never go back to God. Mm. Do you know now a third of our cases is SRA? SRA. Spiritual ritual abuse. Mm. We have a survivor, victim until we rescue survivor, 17 years old, where the pimp and those raping her read the Bible while abusing her. Here's why that's powerful. To get her to trust God, to get her to allow God to heal her, they co-conspired and co-opted the word of God. And then there's satanic ritual abuse where big rescue in, in Frisco, Texas with pentagrams and blood sacrifice. When you bring the spiritual component into sex, it's destructive if it's for evil, but it's powerful when it's a husband and wife that's yeah. truly bonding together. So I believe Satan goes after, look, he'll, he'll corrupt anybody, but it's children specifically because it is the future of the kingdom of God. And this is why we see what we are seeing in our culture right now. That's why we see, this is what we're seeing. Uh, I don't like to call them drag queens. Uh, that's feminine drag king story time uh, in, with the kids. That's why we're seeing, uh, you know, the, the LGBT, LGBTQ plus whatever uh, us on, on the kids. That's why we're seeing the, the gender transition stuff with the kids because Satan's stirring the hearts of people to uh, lead assault on these children. A, a, earlier, 100%, I told you earlier, Gen Z is the number one generation producing porn on themselves the most, right? Well, okay, the 15-year-old today that's on OnlyFans, mm-hmm. guess what? She votes in three years. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? There's a direct correlation to preserving America and preserving a moral fiber. 1933, uh, John Dewey signed the Humanist Manifesto. Okay, He was the signer of the Humanist Manifesto. He's also the godfather of American public education. In 1928, he met with Joseph Stalin. Okay, He came back to America and said, Stalin's way of education is the best in the world. So since 1933, technically, mm-hmm. the American public education system has been undergirded by secular humans, humanism and Marxism. It's just taken time. Yeah. So you fast forward to 1950, you get Alfred Kinsey. He does sexual experiments on boys. You go to Love is Love movement in the 60s. Then they start asking you, what is a marriage? A nuclear family, attack the nuclear family, mm-hmm. separate the fathers. In the black community, they intentionally separate the fathers, right? Mm-hmm. And we make it culturally cool to have baby mamas and all, and we rap about it. And, and now it's just, a, and now today they go. How many percentages of the Planned Parenthoods are in? And I mean, they're completely uh, targeting the family. Kinsey and Planned Parenthood wrote the sexual manifestos for the world's youth. Planned Parenthood is the author and finisher mm-hmm. with the World Health Organization and SICUS and UNESCO in the United Nations, the Children's Division. Ironically, UNESCO is to defend and protect all children on earth with the United Nations. They're co-opting sexual curriculums with Planned Parenthood yeah. that's in our classrooms today. To talk to Johnny in kindergarten about masturbation, to talk to the 10-year-old kid about anal sex and consent. And now now add on top of that a ridiculous, preposterous question that only America asks, what is a woman? Mm-hmm. The Africans are laughing at us. Literally, yeah. they go, you guys don't know. 
How, don't know how, what a woman is? Yeah, you know who a woman is. <laughs> yeah. No, we do know. Right. We're just picking Satan over God, and, and then you got administration and politicians that stand aside and go, this works for our political agenda. Yeah. Th- yeah. This, this fits, right? Sacri- and it, that's child sacrifice, literally sacrificing the future, the innocence, the virtue of our nation. It's selling out our nation. Because this is the largest block. They will be the largest voting block, the most informed but shallow, misinformed, mm. lied to, no yeah. historical. They can't. Have you seen the, the, the questions of how many states are there? Man on the street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 12. Oh, yeah. 102. Yeah. They, it's, they don't I know mean, what continent we're in. Forget yeah. about how's our government set up yeah. and what is freedom. And so. It's by design, children, because that's our future. That's you pass on your legacy, your information of God, your experience, your failures and your victories. And we learn more from failures. Sure. You pass them on to your children, your children's children. That's how we preserve America. So if Satan can attack that, and, and I'll say this, a child that's sexually broken is a shell of a person. It's, it's like the walking dead. Yeah. They're not going to fight for the First and Second Amendment. They're not going to. They're just, leave me alone, love me for whatever I do, let me, and they retreat into... Submissive or passive at best. Surviving. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple questions I want to ask you on some things we've covered so far, Yaku. I, I think it's important for, for you to speak to the audience, and, and we're not talking about, I mean, we hear this human trafficking, right? Mm-hmm. And, and people, you know, people will believe that there's pedophiles in their neighborhoods because sure. we can look that up. People yeah. will believe that crimes occur in their neighborhood. They they probably believe that there's drug dealers in their neighborhood. But if you ask somebody, do you believe human trafficking or child sex trafficking is happening in, in your neighborhood? They'd say no way. Co- can you share that that is completely false? Uh, especially and, like in suburbia America, right? Like most people feel uh, naively safe. Yeah. Yeah. Being a place this like where we are now, the Woodlands, Texas. This is not far away. Um, so, we we, we are unfortunately in number one city in America. Houston, Texas is number one in America. Mm-hmm. The Woodlands, Highland Park, Texas. Two presidents live there. There's no predators. Sexual immorality does not ask if you're black, white, Hispanic, socioeconomic status, your income. It does not. Ask, it doesn't care. You're a, the child. The person is a commodity. So to answer, Sean, yes. It's false that they think it doesn't happen. It's 100% true. There's not a zip code, not one, in the United States of America where child sexual crimes and sex trafficking has not already been looked into by law enforcement. There's not a place, whether it is the Epsteins and the high towers of Manhattan or the janitor father that's trafficking his own children. Mm. And that's where the penny needs to drop in America today. It's because we've had, I say this often, the damage the movie Taken did to the fight against human trafficking in America, we can't measure. And and it's dangerous because we saw a little bit of that recently mm-hmm. with the notion that it happens somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it happens in Manila in the Philippines, in Cambodia, in Haiti, the Dominican Republic. Yes, it happens there. But here too. But here, more. More. Yeah. More. How, how many American children go missing a year? So right now, the, and here's a number that's defendable. It's very defendable. Uh, we have 
man, I'm loving these questions. We have half a million, half a million women and children, not counting men or boys, right? We have half a million women and children in sexual slavery, sex trafficking, active trafficking in America today. 79,000 in Texas. Number's low. Low, okay? 79,000, you're filling Cowboy Stadium. Yeah. Okay? Wow. Close, right? Yeah. 500 minors sold on the streets of Dallas every night, about 680 on the streets of Houston every night. We're talking about 8, 9, 10, 12, 14-year-olds forced to be raped 5 to 15 times per day. Mm. Yeah. Okay? But we're the land of the free and the home of the brave. But we're the highest self-proclaimed Christian nation on earth. Are we? But, you know, and I can just go yeah. down the list. Yeah. If we are... Societally, that we can't be on those lists, Chad. Yeah. We can't be on a list as a number one nation on earth selling children for sex as the United States. I think slavery in America was horrible, right? You know, any kind of slavery is horrible. I think the slavery that we did to the Africans that came here was horrible. However, I think there's a lot of gaslighting. It goes back to BLM movement, the reparations, all that stuff. Meanwhile, uh, that slavery has already been overcome, but there's modern day slavery on a scale that was greater than the than the slaves to Africans here in America on a scale that's greater going on right now that no one wants to speak about Wh why is is these movements just a distraction is these like is it is it gaslighting just to distract from the real uh, slavery uh, is going I'll, right I'll, now I, chat, chat, I'm going to say things and this is not Chad or Sean saying it and it's this fact I'll give you fact so so but between 10 and a half and 13 million. I'm from South Africa. I lived through apartheid. Mm -hmm. I graduated high school the year Nelson Mandela came out of prison. I had to do my military service. I lived in a time, didn't read books, when a siren went off and, and black folks had to leave the street at 5 p.m. Mm. I lived in a school that was all white and my mom was literally thrown in jail for saying, hey, kids of color should come into the school. That was my reality. This is not a book in history. I lived it. So I know the difference. America has zero institutional racism. Racism is a heart condition from one man to another. doesn't matter about your skin color. The most persecuted people on earth is the Jew. Thousands of years still today. Slavery is horrific in every form to any people group at any time. Mm -hmm. Regardless of color, this notion that it, it's a heart issue. Now, between 10 and 13 million slaves left Africa, okay? Between 10 and 13 million. This is a fact, and there's documented fact backing this up. One is too many. 366,000 of those African slaves landed in North America. Out of 13 million, 5 million went to Brazil. 2 million went to Haiti. Three Sprinkled all over. 366,000. So the lie America has been fed that all African slaves ended up in North America. Mm. That's a lie. One is too many. But now let's just right. think for a second. The time it took to bring those slaves over from Africa, which is atrocious, okay? And I want to be clear, right? Yeah. Was 350 years. 350 years. We have half a million women and children being sold as slaves today in America. We eclipse... In a year, mm -hmm. the amount of slaves we actively have in this country than what we accumulated from Africa in 350 years. Wow. 
Who's having that conversation? Then yeah. this is fact. This is current day. This isn't like looking back in the past and looking for so tell me which politician who's <laughs> running for office that's talking about that who's bringing a real life solution to say hey listen man it's impossible to solve this problem without restoring the fatherless yeah 90% of 28 year olds and under that's incarcerated today were raised without a father right so if you really want to talk about race and reconciliation why didn't we hear from black lives matter not a single word about black children being sold for sex did no. you ever hear that? Disproportionately. Why doesn't the trans movement tell you that the second a kid turns trans, the second they indoctrinate a child and turns trans, predators go soft target mm. because you've sexually activated this seven-year-old mm -hmm. who's now thinks it's normal to talk about any adult with sex. They're trafficking their own. They are, it, it, it's like, it's literally like Planned Parenthood. Here's condoms. Go have sex, please, knowing that, hey, we'll just increase the pregnancy yeah. rate and we'll create a clientele. It's a sick, demonic means to an end. And the end justifies the means here. And you'll say, well, Yaku, what's the end? And this is me. And you could say, yeah. Yaku, this is sinister. Break America as the free nation on earth. And the only, you're not going to do it with military. Come try. Come try. Even if we have some woke factions, you're not breaking this country at war. You're not going to break us economically. In our worst time, we built the Hoover Dam. We yeah. will rattle, rally. We'll rally. They're breaking us sexually. There's not a culture on earth that has survived sexual immorality. The Romans fell because Caesar slept with boys at night. He only slept with his wife when he wanted offspring. Sexual immorality broke the Romans, the Asians, the Persians, all of them. It's breaking America. It's a Great means to an end. That's why a Gavin Newsom will cancel the sex offender registry in California. That's why you have 13 states in January that's going to file bills to lower the age of consent to 16. Two of them are going to try 14 because they get around statutory rape. It's in California just did the one for uh, uh, oral for oral and anal sex uh, and the age of con or consent, child consent which I'm, I believe as a child you can't consent. And if you look at my latest post, <laughs> California fought against and is defending the right to child brides. Yeah. Not, you know, Mohammed bin Salman in the Middle East where they sell eight-year-old brides. No, I'm talking about an eight-year-old bride in California. Mm. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, that's child rape. So why are we yeah. doing such a poor job of going after the consumer, Yaku? I mean, we talked earlier about the supply and demand, right? If, if we take out the supplier, guess what? Another supplier is going to step up. And they're going to be all the more like, happy that you just more took radical. out their competition. Absolutely. Sure. So why are we doing such a terrible job of going after the consumer? I mean, I've heard you share before, what is there, 254 counties in Texas. How many are we actively seeing prosecuted? Ten. Ten. We have 254 counties in Texas, and this is not my number. My number is lower. It's eight. This is Ken Paxton, the former AG's number. Okay. But this is the Attorney General Office's number. We prosecute child sex crimes in 10 out of 254, and we're actually the best in the nation at, at the rate. It's dismal. District attorneys are not taking these cases. They're not making it to court. When a child sex crime case goes to court, meaning... That child gets an audience with a jury of peers, with American citizens. Every single time, Sean, that jury gives 30, 35, 40-year prison sentence. They throw the kitchen sink at, yeah. at the pedophile. 
But the DAs don't take the cases. They plead it down to a misdemeanor, a prior. A lot of these, a lot of these traffickers have priors. You know, they'll even plead kidnapping because it's, easy, it's softer. Mm. And they'll settle it out of court. The judges tell the DAs, don't bring that into my court. Literally, this, it's a, so that's a legislative concern. So we can make laws, but a law sure. that's not enforced is toilet paper. You yeah. can flush yeah. it. It means nothing, man. And the politicians go, I made a bill and a law. Show, show me that it's enforced. Now, the question is this. Your question, why are we doing such a bad job? Because we do not want to accept this little nugget. We demand it as a culture. Yeah. We demand sexual exploitation. And that's the man in the mirror thing. We have to hold brother to brother, man to man, pastor to his congregation. We have to hold men in love, accountable to go, Sean, you cannot be part of the problem. You can't be fighting. Double-minded man will not be blessed. If you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out, says God. Hey, you can drive demons out, and I'll tell you, I didn't know you depart from me. We, we're, that's our nation. So we are doing a dismal job because when I start having this conversation— if I go today and talk to 5,000 people and I go, the border is terrible, kids are being trafficked, everybody in that auditorium would go, let's go. Yeah. If I say, well, pause, let's make sure you're not creating demand because when you watch porn, you're asking someone else to exploit a human being to your entertainment. Crickets. I, I want to know, uh, because I, I strongly agree with you uh, on the porn piece, but I, I've heard it defended that that uh, an adult male watching adult porn does not uh, contribute to sex trafficking, child trafficking. Can you explain? I'd how, love the, to. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. I'd uh, love to dismantle that. <laughs> yes, please. Okay. Please. So, so, so that person that goes, well, I'm watching adult porn and that doesn't contribute. He, he is telling you that the guy who made the porn, mm -hmm. he can guarantee you only makes porn with a certain age of people. Right. He has no idea what he's saying. Do you know that 87% of people in porn have either filed rape claims or are put there by their trafficker because they're not making enough money? Mm. But, here's, but here's a little nuance. Porn is a drug. No drug stays stagnant. But it's a vicious drug. It's a violent drug. To get real with you, if you take an opioid, uppers, downers, you can ride a high for a week. Some guys are really good. They live on a high. Hollywood's proven, I mean, they can live... Up, down, and a high. A sexual high is 30 seconds. An orgasm is 30 seconds. Now you got a problem. You got to physically go engage to get another. Yeah. But the second you do it often, you desensitize. If you take opioids often, you desensitize. Your mm -hmm. body builds a tolerance. You don't start with a heroin needle in your arm. You steal an opioid from your parent, smoke, smoke, you know, marijuana, and, and, and you end up overdosing with a crack pipe or a heroin needle in your porn is the same, but it's more violent because of this. And this is physiological truth, real science, not Fauci science, real science, okay? The body creates a demand for dopamine, the neurons fire, the brain is retraced in porn, but porn is an internal drug. If you're depressed and you drink alcohol, that's external. If I remove you from alcohol, I put you in a padded room, you're going to sober up, okay? And you're going to become lucid, all right? Porn is internal. Every time they watch porn, they destroy a piece of their internal self-worth and condition because sex is internal. 
Guys will tell me, Yaku, I haven't watched porn in six months. I go, you're lying. No, I haven't. I go, close your eyes. What do you see? And he goes, I see all of it. Mm. It's internal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. Well, I, the heroin you shot up last year is still in my system. No, it's not. It's internal. It changes your belief systems. So it creates a demand. So here's what happens with the men. Do you know we haven't had a single pedophile or trafficker that we've arrested that was not a porn addict? Mm. Not one. All of them will tell you porn played a role in them becoming the trafficker. Porn played a role in them not being satisfied anymore with porn. So here's what happened. Most recently, we had a 12-year-old boy rape, rape a 12-year-old because he was such a porn addict that watching it no longer sustained him. He had to go enact, physically receive the kick, the high. If you look at the company called Roman, which is an ED company, erectile dysfunction company, yeah. you look at their whole profile, they sell to 18 through 20-year-olds. We have got erectile dysfunction, go research it, disproportionately in our country for 20-year-olds. Because of how much desensitized there. They are desensitized. So right. now what happens when it's porn? It's adult porn and then it doesn't sustain. Then they go younger, younger, and they fall in that trap and they end up in child porn. And it, the day comes when watching it is not enough. Then they'll normally go buy sex from a prostitute that they are sure mm-hmm. that's an adult. And then that doesn't last. I and, was in and then and they end up raping a child. I was in a, I, I've never shared this publicly, and I just shared it with you guys as we were preparing for the show. I was in a <clears throat> Dubai, I was working in Afghanistan, went to Dubai. I oftentimes I'll leave the country to meet with, a, to meet with a, the guys from my command because of the clandestine nature of my operation. And I was in the, the JW Marriott in Dubai, which by the way, for those who have been there before, it's, you know, you go down to the hotel bar or any hotel bar and it's full of prostitutes mm-hmm. in there. And, um, and so I was in there, and this uh, Russian girl came and tried to pick up on me. And I'm waiting for my meeting, and uh, I'm just sitting there, and she started talking to me. She realized I wasn't going to pick up uh, back to the room, and there was no one else in there, so she just started talking to me. And she had told me, uh, and this was a complete like perspective changer for me because I didn't know this before, but she had told me how she came, that she had a husband and wife, uh, I mean a husband and children back in Russia. She came there to work in the tourism industry, and then when she got there, uh, they took her passport from That's her, right. That's and, right. And uh, and and forced her into pornography and and uh, pornography and prostitution. And all she was trying to do was earn her way back to her husband and children. So she was a slave. She was a free in Dubai, but she was a slave. Completely. And in that perspective, in broad like, daylight. In broad daylight. And uh, and and you know, the, no government, no anyone was going to do anything for her. She had to earn that back that way. And they were like, "You're free to go. Good luck." Uh, and, uh, and she's sitting there telling me this and, uh, I went back to the other guys cause there were guys in the military that I knew that actually partook in that. And I went back and, and, and tried to share guys. We, can, yeah, we, can, like, we can't, yeah, I'm yeah. like this guys, this is like, these women and, and are, so it, think was, about it was heartbreaking this. to me to realize that if you were the bad guy, mm-hmm. okay. And we're looking at any business, you look at the viability of a business for the business manager and you do business analytics and you, you do risk assessment, right? So if you go, well, who's our customer? Um, every human being on earth mm-hmm. why because they're sexual mm-hmm. you just need to know the greatest need and greatest vulnerability and you can exploit any human being an nfl lineman i promise you if you know and we know 
the predator can find their way. And I'd love to later give you an example of a case we worked recently of, and this should send ice water through people's veins on how these predators work. But who's the potential buyer? Anybody. Just get them hooked on porn. Eventually, they will buy. They will buy people. They will buy sex. They'll pay for sex. And so you've got this massive demand factor. Mm-hmm. And to your point earlier, you can remove Saddam Hussein. There's somebody that's been waiting for you to remove yeah. it that says, thank you. Yeah. Now we can really bring anarchy into the yeah. house, you know, which is what I believe will happen. You know, if Joe Biden is not president, good luck watching it, Gavin Newsom coming in. You, you'll, you'll see some anarchy. There's, evil always wants more, right? right? So you must stop demand. Supply meets demand. There's no, no case on earth ever where demand met supply. And so supply meets demand. We had a case recently where, and, I, and I've kind of coined a term called um, sympathy coercion. And we know for, sex trafficking is the, sexual, is, the, is the exploitation of human beings using force, fraud, and coercion. And it could be labor trafficking, debt trafficking, or sex. Okay, so we have this guy. Let's call him Fabio, just so guys don't get upset. Why did you pick John? You know, <laughs> let's call him Fabio and let's call her Sarah, right? He profiles Sarah. She's a soccer player. Her father is at home. He messages her and he says, direct message. And he says, hey, I, I love your soccer videos. She posts a lot of soccer videos, mm-hmm. right? Takes three months. On average, they take nine months to, to groom and to profile. He starts messaging her and he tells her that he helps fathers. He helps dads that are very busy. He tells her, your dad's a great dad. I see he's in none of your soccer videos. He's not in any of your pictures. I just need you to know he's really busy. But I help dads like this. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. like all your posts and look at me as a second father. Right Now he knows she has a heart desire for her dad to be in her life actively mm-hmm. because she talks about it, because they overshare online. And he finds her greatest need, which is, Dad, come to me. He finds out dad goes to some of her older sister's events. He's not telling her, hey, maybe the family schedule doesn't work out or any of that. He just tells her. So over a period of nine months, he earns her heart. He's not kidnapping her. That's why I said Taken was such a disaster. One percent, Sean, of trafficking in America is kidnapping. One percent. Mexico City, it's a different number. Sure. One percent here. Is kidnapping. It's not, well, we would know if someone was sex trafficking in our neighborhood because no child's missing. You don't want the child to go missing if you're a predator. Mm. You want that child to go to school, to play softball, to be in normal life. That's why families sell their own children. So this guy over nine months earns her heart. Then he sends her a naked image of himself. Why is that powerful? He exposes and exploits himself. It's like when a friend comes to you and says, hey, hey, they tell you something about Sean, but don't don't tell anybody. And they just dump a dumpster fire in you that you didn't ask for, and now you carry the secret. And you go, mm. dude, I didn't ask for this, man. Yeah. He exposes himself to her. She protects him. It's shame. He's like, this is how much I love you. I will completely. You could ruin my life if you showed this to anybody. But he knows she will not, because it's a secret. She's already co-opted. She's giving him her heart. She, you know, she's, she's calling him dad. She's sending him pictures. This guy went to a soccer game, took a selfie with her in the background and sent it to her and said, I was there, but I didn't want to disrupt you because I won't invade your privacy. Mm. But I just want you to know I show up. If I tell you I'm going to show up, 
I show up. So he's really driving a wedge between her and her dad. Right? He co-opts. Three months later, he asks her, if you love me, you'll send me an image. She sends an image. It's over, Rover. That's it. It's over. Because now he goes, here's your, and he showed her screenshots. Here's your 10 best friends. I talk to all of them on DMs. I'll tell all of them you get kicked off the sports team. First thing the predator told my sister is, I'll kill your mom. Here's the route she drives to school. I'll kill your brothers. And my sister in her testimony says, in an instant, she said, I got to defend my family. It is a switch that flips. So this girl starts protecting the predator because she's given him her heart. Now she goes, I'm responsible. I did this. And he tells her, you did this. You led me on. You, you could have stopped me any time. I shared a naked image of myself. Why didn't you call the police? You want this. And it's this. Con- and she's 13. That's how it happens today. Hey, guys. Chad Robichaud here. Are you ready to experience the greatest beef you'll ever taste while supporting an incredible cause? Well, get ready to sink your teeth into the irresistible beef from Skyros Cattle Company. At Skyros Ranch, where Mighty Oaks Foundation holds our West Coast legacy programs, Wayne Hughes Jr., the founder of Skyros Cattle Company, has dedicated over a decade to perfecting the art of raising premium beef. And guess what? You can now enjoy the fruits of his labor right in the comfort of your own home with the absolute highest quality beef you can find, hands down. And trust me, I'm a carnivore and I've tasted plenty of steaks and nothing comes close to a Skyros steak. These cattle are grass-fed and free of antibiotics, hormones, and vaccines. And for the last 10 years, I've personally watched these cattle graze 25,000 acres in Central Coast, California, and the taste is unbeatable. When you choose to purchase Skyros beef, you're also making a difference by supporting the Mighty Oaks Foundation. Wayne is all about helping our deserving military and first responder communities through our faith-based resiliency and recovery programs. In every single penny, of your purchase goes directly towards assisting our nation's warriors. Let me reiterate this, because it's crazy. 100% of the proceeds of Skyros cattle goes directly to Mighty Oaks Foundation to support our nation's warriors. So let's join forces and make a positive impact one delicious bite at a time and head over to SkyrosCattleCO.com. That's SkyrosCattleCO.com today and order yourself some tender, juicy cuts of beef Trust me, your taste buds will thank you. And one more little insider secret. Every warrior who goes through Mighty Oaks Legacy Program at Sky Rose will assure you that this beef is extraordinary and off the charts delicious. The very first thing our warriors get when they get to Mighty Oaks programs on Sky Rose Ranch is a delicious Sky Rose steak hanging off the side of their plates with a Sky Rose brand on it. And our warriors love them, and you will too. Can you talk to Yaku about... um let's define prostitution. So you're using this example, right? So if a child gets coerced, exploited into this at 13 years old, yeah. she grows up doing this her entire life. She's 18 now, 19, 20, 21, 22. This is all she knows. Is that prostitution or is that a victim of sex crimes, of trafficking? Man, How love, do we yeah. battle that in the court system? Because a judge will say she consented, she's a prostitute. 100%. So the day, Sean, man, I love you guys. The day she turns 18. The day she turns 18, the law is no longer on her side. Remember, in America, and this is, people don't understand what President Trump actually did when he signed that executive order. He brought, he brought uniformity through all 50 states. But for the most part, all 50 states now, 
We do not have to prove in any state that there was force, fraud, or coercion, right? The child's the victim. Yeah. The second that child turns 18, we have to prove mm-hmm. force, fraud, coercion, good luck, because it's prostitution now all She's of a sudden. She's an adult. Yeah. That scenario, no, that's not a prostitute. If there was ever, ever an element of force, fraud, coercion as it relates to sex, that's not a prostitute. Now go talk to all the prostitutes on the track and you're going to find out all of them. Everyone. A hundred percent of them had force, fraud, coercion in their life. This girl in Dubai. A hundred percent. She's not a prostitute. Yeah, she's a prostitute. She's standing here. She's soliciting for sex. Uh, do you know that she has a husband and, and kids at home? They took her passport. She can't leave. Oh, do you know that traffickers put a 30% interest per month mm-hmm. on the debt that the quote-unquote prostitute owes them? You can never get out of that never debt. Of it. It's like having 30% credit card debt that compounds every month. Good luck. They're forever slaves. So our so and this is why PD has a really hard time with this. Mm. This is why you'll see sheriff departments do better at fighting sex trafficking than PD. PD has PD is trained on one thing in boot camp, prostitution. They understand at the point of arrest what prostitution looks like. They don't know trafficking. They don't even ask the right questions. The girls don't trust PD. They won't talk to them. They know you're just going to put me in jail for 40, you know, 48 hours and then my yeah. my pimp picks me up. Yeah. Right, or you log my case as a prostitution case. Now I got no course of action with any judge. So it's it's and it kind of is akin to the foster system. Yeah, when that child ages out from seventeen to eighteen, go look at that incarceration rate. Yeah, I want I want to ask you about the foster system, but we brushed over something you said earlier. Is you said name one politician who's willing to speak up on these things, and I can only name one. Uh, right now, and it's Donald Trump, and there's not a campaign for Donald Trump, but I mean, he he has he has been the one to speak boldly about this. Uh, the the real issues at heart, yeah. and and look by saying that, and I stood I stood five feet from the man when he signed that executive order, and 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 I'm I'm on it. The pen he signed it with, I have at my house. It's it's a beautiful thing. I served on that White House uh, advisory council to 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 the anti trafficking council. Um, he was willing to speak to the root of the issues. And, and honestly, a lot of credit to Ivanka, his daughter. She brought it to his attention. She's yeah. the one who said, hey, this Amer- problem. American kids are being sold for sex here like furniture, right? And he, and, and he listened. But, if, but it, unless we go there, Chad, we're, we're not going to fix this. If we're not as a society taking ownership locally, your zip code, your yeah. home, but you said it. You know, the uh, the DAs aren't willing to take this case. Is, uh, but I, and I know you. I know you're not speaking of just the local law enforcement. You're talking about in the home, the father, the brother, correct? The, uh, the the teenage boy who's consuming pornography. We're talking about in that level. But we, we talking about locally at the state level, all the way up to the White House. I mean, when Sound, Free, Sound of Freedom came out, I, I got the the notes up here. Uh, the White House and the DOJ removed sections from the anti-trafficking page of the website, specifically. They removed uh, the section for international sex trafficking of minors, domestic sex trafficking of minors, and child victim of prostitution. Child victims of prostitution. Uh, when you have a white, the White House and DOJ all the way down to DAs not want to prosecute this. I mean, or they just 
what's the motivation? I mean, clearly it's complicit. To me, it's complicit either way. It's, it's, it's again, it's a very, very effective tool to their goal. Down to the DPS agent on the border, mm. not allowed to, asking this man and woman whether they're father and daughter. Mm. Right. You and I can. I stand, we interview them. Seven trips to the border, fully armed, into Piedras Negras. We go into in the brothel district. We can ask them. They're but, not allowed to. But a Homeland Security not officer allowed to. is not allowed to ask. Not allowed to. And I don't know if you've seen that Ted Cruz, uh, Senator Cruz was interviewing uh, Secretary Mayorkas, who's, you know, the Secretary of Homeland Security. Uh, and he wasn't even aware what the wristbands were. Didn't know they, what it meant. Yeah. And they, so, I mean, these kids yeah, are what, being. How are you? <laughs> Chad. Come on, let's just let's just come on. I have fun with it, but how in the world are you going to have a? By the way, by the way, for, for for those migrants who are coming in who are not assimilating, they're not becoming Americans. By the way, and no. as an immigrant, you have to become an American, which means you pick up this flag, these values, defend this nation, this constitution. You know, our borders are okay. Kamala Harris, right, ended forty miles short of the border at her border trip. She didn't even go stand in the river. They have they they because it's plausible deniability. They don't they want don't see to, it. They don't have to they, do anything about it. Like we're fine. Mallorca says we're fine. He, he says we're doing great. They don't know what the wristbands are. They don't know that almost one hundred percent of the fentanyl that's flowing into this. And we're working with sheriffs all across the board. Yeah. We're all of them. Almost hundred percent of the fentanyl that's coming into this country is coming into the country on the person of a human sex slave. They're not just a sex slave, they're also the mule. mule. Mm -hmm. We now have what's called recycled children. The cartel, we, I should have brought it. I'm so, Dan, I should have brought that book. Glenn knows it. I'm going to send it to you. We took from a cartel member, from a coyote, a logbook, which is a modern-day handwritten slave document of how they go, you know, niños, niñas, how many boys, girls, 4,500 per head, Bring him across. Who's paid thirty dollars? Who owes money? They pay by sex. This is handwritten. Can we you explain it. the bracelets in that? Since my orcas couldn't, can we explain so, it here? So, so the bracelets <laughs> is the it's a cartel war. It's a territorial war. Whose channel did you come through? You know who who what route did you take? Who do you owe money? Yeah. So who do you belong to? Who do you belong Who's to? Who's your slave master? In America, often pimps will brand their girls. You know, if they're over eighteen, they'll give them a tattoo in the eyelid and the inside of the lip. Daddy on the shoulder, those bracelets. It's a turf. It's a territorial turf war by the cartel. Going, you know, they belong to us. Mark my words. The DOJ in this government may have lost eighty-five thousand kids in this country. I argue a quarter million. The cartel didn't lose one, not one. They know exactly it's their property that they're gonna extract their money. Mm. And on average, it's $8,500 a head mm -hmm. is what they owe, right? Children. Now here's what they're doing. There was this all of a sudden massive influx of military-aged, able-bodied young men crossing the border. But what Biden started doing, because our resources were completely depleted, it used to be when you cross the border, everybody, and we've been on the border since the beginning of this nightmare, everybody would go to an NGO. Everybody. Right. They'd get... A pair of sneakers, sweats, uh, a blanket, cell phone often, a bus ticket or a plane ticket. You know, Laughlin Air Force Base, all of a sudden we're flying people all over the country, planes are showing up, right? 
our resources got depleted. So then Biden decided, and they did this, they decided to do this. They go, only if there's a child. If, the, if there's a child, you go to the NGO. If you cross the border without a child, you're just released into America. But they don't want to just be released. They want free stuff. Mm-hmm. To bring right? a child. So here's what's he happening. Create, there's, not enough, there's not enough children. So now they cross with a child. They're not a parent. They don't know the child. We have children on camera that don't even speak the language of the guy they're crossing with. Wow. Okay. They cross with a child. They go into the NGO. They get the free stuff on the back of the taxpayer. And again, they're not asked to become American, right? They leave the NGO. They hand the child in America, Eagle Pass, Del Rio, Brownsville, McAllen. They hand the child to the to the cartel in let's say Eagle Pass. The cartel takes that child, right, to Del Rio, traffics that child back into Mexico. Okay? To give to another military age guy to come back over. And in that process, that child is abused sexually, right? It's a commodity. It's a means to an end. Recycle they, the cartel call them recycled children. Those going into the country, they call them ghost children because nobody's looking for them. The predators love them because who's going to look for this child? I mean, they just abuse them. We have grave sites I can take you to in Eagle Pass. This is unthinkable where I'm talking on camera to the grave digger that's telling me, they just call me, they being DPS, they call me and they say, we need another one, meaning another hole. Mm -hmm. They bury migrants in plastic bags, not a coffin, that have died in transit, okay? I'm standing on the grave sites of children. Now, this child may be from Guatemala, Honduras, Cuba, Venezuela. Who's doing the burying? We are. The, the DHS? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, DHS, right? It's a PVC pipe that some American paid for across, and there's a plaque, okay? And it says, Baby John Doe. No name. No DNA. Don't know whose child it is. Some parent in Guatemala that paid for her child to come have the American life, that child's now underground Mm. in American soil. We're burying people's children, and this administration doesn't say a word about it. Nothing. No leak. We just had a philanthropist that, that literally now in Eagle Pass is exhuming the graves. A taxpayer. And doing DNA testing and reburying the bodies, so that in the future, if a parent wants to say, listen, around 2022, five-year-old child went with people and we never heard from him again, that they can maybe reconcile that family. Wow. Taxpayers are doing this. This administration is burying children. So I make this statement. On the hands of Joe Biden, mm-hmm. by being complicit, on the hands of this administration, it's the largest organized human trafficking or- operation in the history of mankind. What's the motivation behind the Biden administration? For example, move, removing those items from the website, from their website. What's their- when they remove those items from the website, one thing I want to add, and I'm so glad you know that, they also deprioritized mm-hmm. foreign trafficking. So it, you know. The week, of, the, the week of the release of the movie, Sound yes. of Freedom. Why? Because, and that's one thing Sound of Freedom really, if you ask me the greatest benefit, it's awareness, but it's awareness about the border. It, it was a black eye. To the border because it was yeah. a child in the movie and in the reality and it's a real story and there's no conspiracy there's no yeah. QAnon I know yeah. Tim that's a 
CNN reported on the case when it happened. Right. And, and, okay. But it showed a kid being trafficked into the United States. And that's a bad, bad situation on the Biden administration. So the same week they go, you know what? International trafficking of children is not a big problem. Actually, we're going to deprioritize it. In your world, priority is everything. Right. What's our threat level? We're going to deprioritize it. We're going to remove information from the website. Our border is secure. That's evil. Yeah. Knowing that I just told you we're burying kids on the border, right? right? Yeah. We know one family. Politics over people. Politics over people. Why? And then you get to why. Because I I did a a long study. It took me about six months to do the study. And I looked at London, England with the Muslim influx. And people can get mad at me all they want, but go look at London today. Go, Go look at London. Go look at who's the mayor. London Stan. Yeah. Okay. So, so here's what I've discovered. When I looked at South Africa, when our borders opened up, when I looked at South Sudan, North Sudan, the, 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 the Christian revolution and the Muslim the radical Islam, when I look at Minneapolis, Minnesota, you know, Minnesota, Ilan Omar, the radical faction of Somalis coming in there, and you look at the rape factor and trafficking, when a culture accepts 4.5% migrants in a term of a leader, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And those migrants are not asked to assimilate to right. that culture. Okay. You lose that culture. Historically, London will never come back. 56 or 58% on the dole on welfare. You don't turn that back. It's, it's, no. it's the, they'll, they'll vote, they'll vote the benefits for themselves all day long. Because it's free. Yeah. Right. And so it is about bringing, I believe, and 4.5%, our number is 15 million. I believe it's a race to 15 million to fundamentally change, not just Texas, but America, fundamentally. Because, unfortunately, in America, and I don't understand this, maybe you can help me, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, the tail wags the dog, even Donald Trump. It's one thing I could not stand that he did, and I hope he never does it again. He would always say, we're the silent majority. And I go, why the hell is the majority being silent? Mm, Because when the majority is silent, you got drag kings dancing for four-year-olds. Right. That's what happens when the majority is silent. So I believe they're fundamentally changing the nation, and I can can connect the dots. People don't talk about this. Joe Biden, go look it up, signed, I think four months ago, signed a trilateral agreement. Joe Biden, which is America, Mexico, and Spain signed a trilateral migrant agreement where Biden, in agreement, acknowledged to take, in his term, 7 million more migrants into the country. Spain agreed to take, I think it was 3.5 million. Go look four weekends ago what started happening in Spain. Boats started showing up on the beaches. People are swimming in the beaches and boats start showing up with random migrants. It's not just the U.S. Right, right. This is a World Economic Forum global plan of destabilizing the land of the free, the home of the brave, well, to can, snuff out the, the, the last man standing, which is America. You can't establish globalism unless you destroy America. It's impossible. Yeah. We are, we, we are the rudder. And, and, it's, and it's... You can't destroy America unless you destroy its culture, and it's, it's a cultural war. And you will destroy it when you let people come in, and they don't need to be American. I lived in Toronto for two years, and it was a rough time. And, and I say this with the utmost respect. I don't believe there's such a thing as a Canadian. You know, there's French Canadian, 
South African Canadians. I can take you in Toronto, drive around, and even in neighborhoods, people fly different countries' flags. Yeah. They fly a different nation's flag. That, that's no, not there's America. No, there's no national pride. No, that's not a, there's no national culture. Yeah. Here, we got one flag. Yeah. We yeah. sing one anthem. We, this is no, there's no well, room that's why, for That's why there's an attack on it. I mean, I mean, when you fly the LGBTQ flag, right? You're 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 saying that the American flag isn't good enough. It doesn't represent the me. president of the United States flew that fake rainbow flag mm-hmm. at the same height as the Star Spangled Banner yeah, on, the, on our White House. For for <laughs> me, that's treason. Yeah, it is, and there's a, there's a U.S. flag code against it. And, uh, and, and the violation and they, and they know that they knew that by the let's way. talk about this just for a second it's not a question you have because biden got massive opposition right on the border do you know what they've done they're running a pseudo completely illegal immigration system at the moment for immigration law to change it has to pass through congress congress okay right. go now any american any American, go right now on the App Store for free and download the app CBP, Center for Border Protection, CBP-1. It's an app that Biden launched in CBP-1, not at an embassy. They claim asylum, and they're granted asylum on an app. That's a pseudo-immigration system. So now, Chad, here's what's happening. They're not crossing the border under the bridge anymore. They're walking across, and I walked with them. Mm-hmm. They're walking across the legal port of entry with a legal document, mm-hmm. not legal constitutionally, wow. but legal, saying they have right of entry. Not just that. I'll show you at the end of the show. They're being issued uh, social security numbers with work validation. So this is a complete shadow sure. immigration system in America's yeah. our, our, our founders happening. Our founders gave us three branches, the, the executive, the legislators, and the judicial. And they're meant to be separate powers for a reason, but in this administration, the executive branch has has bypassed those other two things and do things by executive order. Uh, I mean, you got, and then you have like the judicial branch when you have the, I don't believe any administration should ever have appointed leaders of FBI, DOJ, but, but we do. And that just, the executive branch con- is controlling everything. And, and, and uh, you said any administration. This is not because yeah. it sets precedent. It, we, right. Because we also have to stop this. Way. And that's my, my concern of 2024. You know, I mean, a pendulum swings, right? And so if you extend a pendulum all the way to its to, to terminal velocity, mm-hmm. when that sucker releases, it doesn't yeah. stop at zero. No. It overcorrects. <laughs> So here's what's happening now with things like the Andrew Tate movement. Okay? If we right. can really talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Now you got guys, he's not a man of God. No. He's not. He's not a man of moral character. He's not a man of moral character, but he's got millions of young American men who ha- are starved to be seen, mm-hmm. who are starved to say, hey man, I got a pair and, 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 and I just want to be a man, right? He's playing into them, but, he's, but he is overcorrecting to a point where you now have groups on 4chan and 8chan and on the dark web directly from the Tate movement that are making pacts to go rape women. Because 80% of the young, you know, Gen Zer is not getting what they would call any action, any attention, dates, whatever. And they go, we're going to take it back. They starved us. They emasculated men. 
And, and right. so, so yes, what's happening now? I couldn't so, imagine a Gen Z guy trying to date when, when, why would she give sex and attention for free to some uh, teenage boy when she could get it paid for it? Right. On, 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 only fans. Only fans, right. Only fans. Take, and then people go, well, Yaku, some people only take pictures of their feet. Let's talk about this for a second. That is trafficking. Yaku, it's a picture of my feet and I'm se- you're selling your body. Today, you're selling your feet. Right. It's only, well, let me see what I can get if I show my yeah. breast. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a drug. She gets hooked on a drug. And, and societally, we pretend like that's normal. There's a thing, and people can look it up. There's a thing called SBU, Sugar Baby University. Mm. It's an official organization that recruits on college campuses, and I'm talking about Baylor, Texas A&M, TCU, Brown, UCLA. Tens of thousands of girls register, sign up, that they can get a call on a weekend from a sugar daddy anywhere, and a lot of them are foreign, right? Mm -hmm. And she shows up. He says, you've got a tight body. You show up, and the trade is sex and pay. And then they pay off student debt, and they make money. And it is rampant through America. Satan is so clever at uh, deception that he... Simply changing words in culture makes things more permissible. Sugar baby is instead of prostitution, right? Uh, uh, minor attracted instead of pedophile. Uh, you know, all these, I mean, just little nuanced words. I, I, th- uh, I don't think you can change culture, chat without changing its language Luke. because language sets, sets rules. Like, what, what happens tomorrow? And it's so hypocritical. I always tell these guys who minor attracted persons. I said, okay, let's run an exercise. We'll run an exercise with you, this person. We'll call them minor attracted persons. And then we see, th- does that hurt or help people? Well, it's going to destroy lives. I said, okay, well, I want to run an exercise. My turn. My turn to, to you know, want to affirm how I feel. I want to say tomorrow that for the state of California, all traffic lights, red means go and green means stop. Mm. I just want to run this exercise. Lives will be lost. Lives will be lost. You can't make green red because you feel like it or make a man a woman because you feel like it. There will be destruction. We have these pillars in culture because it's how you function, which is why we need law enforcement. We need strong government. We need a border. But remember... Government in the Bible is spoken of first, God is the author and the finisher, his government. First five books of the Bible, the law, that we can't throw out as New Age Christians of like, well, it's Old Testament, it's pre-Jesus. No, it's the fundamentals. Jesus came to fulfill that, didn't abandon it. Okay, what's the second highest form of government under God? The nuclear family. Mm. Yeah. The nuclear family. A born biological father, a born biological mother, together. So Satan destroys the nuclear family. Has to. Toxic. He keeps destroying. Toxic masculinity, BLM calling for the dis- destruction of nuclear oh. family. All so so now the government, which we call it, the Constitution of the United States, the Bill of Rights, written from the Word of God, right? That government must now also be destroyed. That Constitution, according to them, Satan, must be destroyed in order to usher in this 
New World Order, which is not a conspiracy, the one world government, Canada, U.S., Mexico blending together. You got a president that just decides one day, I'm going to launch a digital currency. Well, that should go through Congress. No, but they've already fast-tracked it. Oh, by the way, the guy funded it is, is a criminal. It's, it's, we are a rogue nation at this moment. It is a banana republic. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is how Central Africa runs a country today. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, but it's America, and then and, and children pay the price. One of the things that uh, Sean brought up earlier, which I think is you know, super important, is we're, we're prosecuting, we're seeing, we're seeing traffickers prosecuted, but we're not seeing the, you know, who the consumer is. And the biggest case of that is Epstein. Why have we still not seen? I mean, you got, you got Maxine, who is mm. arrested for 11 counts, mm. but we don't know. Well, she's on house she, arrest now. Oh, she's on house, I did not know. Yeah, she she's going to, she, ultimately she'll walk. She's going to walk and, so, and, and kind of a Martha Stewart situation. We got you for insider trading, but you'll do a little bit of house arrest. And so uh, she's, ele- so she has 11 counts and who, then counts to who, who'd she sell these children to? Someone bought, right? Right. Someone bought, right? If you get, I mean, you'd have to have that evidence. 11 accounts that you are a, a, what we call a bottom girl. Right. Right. So under Epstein, but I argue a different case. Okay. Okay. Her dad, Robert Maxwell was a, was a spy, okay. okay? Well known. Her dad, Robert Maxwell, one day is found floating upside down next to his yacht with Ghislaine on the boat. He's murdered, right? I argue this. If you really look at the history, Robert Maxwell targeted Jeffrey Epstein. He made him. There's nobody on Wall Street that can point. BlackRock can't do that. Vanguard can't do this. Can't point to a moment to where they go, this was Jeffrey Epstein's first client, and he brought X amount of EBITDA return, and he grew his book, what they call their book in, in financial management. It just showed up. Epstein just came out of He was a nothing trader. He was no, sure. nothing. He was not a socialite, nothing. Robert Maxwell introduced him to the elites. Robert made Jeffrey Epstein. Robert introduced Jeffrey to Ghislaine when she was a teenager. The Maxwells made Epstein, not the other way around. Ghislaine is a trafficker. She's not just a bottom girl that was his recruiter. She's right. a trafficker. So 11 counts against her for trafficking, but, but who bought? Right. It's because it's all the names this country loves to follow who bought. It's all the names that either intentionally had sex with children or found themselves in a room where just in a room, a child is having sex with an adult and you're surreptitiously filmed. And then it's like one one text message. Mm. Yeah. How many American politicians today dance like chickens on a hot plate because they are compromised because they said yes to the prostitute or they, you know, were in a room or at a party, you know, and this is none of this is conspiracy, zero, none of this. So that list that list includes presidents, politicians, judges, and by the way, both sides of the aisle. hundred percent. Yeah. Let's I'm not convinced. let's not get yeah. ourselves here. Yeah. Both clergy, ministry. The, I want you to I want you to after this show go research a guy called Pepe Orsini. Pepe Orsini, okay. The Orsini family, which is pinnacle, and you can look it up, uh, Sean. Mm. Pinnacle 
Okay, he's called the Grey Pope. Black Pope, nobody knows, okay? White Pope, everybody celebrates. Grey Pope, Pepe Orsini. Go look at the Orsini family. Direct descendants of the Rothschilds. Direct the Rothschilds descendants of the Orsini family, completely connected. You go look at the financial interest into Vanguard and BlackRock. You go look at the financial interest in Fortune 500 companies, banks that facilitates transactions of sex trafficking. Why are the banks not clamping down on this? So, so where's so where's Morgan Stanley? Where's Chase? Yeah, when you're talking about you know. Hundreds of billions. Of dollars, fifty maybe. billion dollars yeah. is not being carried with duffel bags. Right. Yeah. You know, on on swift boats from the Miami Harbor. Okay, this yeah. is not. It's trash. They're it, transacting through yeah. banking. Yeah, it's trackable. Yes, with all our technology of money laundering and tracking people. Heck, spying on an American just for saying the wrong thing, canceling his life. Right. Right. I have a friend, Nick Voicheets. No arms, no legs. Chase Bank calls Nick and goes, "You've got forty-eight hours to get your money out of Chase. We're canceling you." So, how about you cancel the number one trafficker in Texas? Can we do that? Can you choke him? Mm-hmm. Can you close his money supply? Because that'll work. Mm-hmm. If the credit card doesn't work, you know, no, they're complicit because it runs. They're blocking and tackling. It's the best way I can put it. They're complicit. They either buy or they're addicted. Or they are compromised, whether whether by choice or not. I think many ended up on Epstein Island, um, not knowing what they were getting into, but by default ending up in a room by design to compromise them. Mm-hmm. Let's right. invite you to be controlled. Let's invite you to this party. Yeah, what a beautiful tactic. Let's yeah. invite you. You just had. I mean, there, there's Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan on his own podcast talks about going to to the Playboy Mansion and seeing stuff that he goes, I, I didn't go there for that. And so by default now, you get compromised. Now, if someone at Epstein Island gets you there, you didn't know, you truly didn't know, you're a Hollywood actor, and all of a sudden there's photographs and you're in a room and you saw. You didn't even touch the child, but you were there. So why haven't we seen all all pilots, all flight attendants, all ground crew cross-examined, subpoena all of them? Why haven't we seen uh, Bill Clinton? Bill, why are you in a blue dress and red shoes when we know that that's a code for pedophiles? Why why are you in a blue dress and red shoes in Jeffrey Epstein's foyer? Well, he's a president. I don't care. I don't care. Bring him. Let's cross-examine. Subpoena all of them. Everybody. Bring that list, but they're not doing it because the ones that has to enforce the law are also implicated. Who's the, who's the sheriff? The sheriff's in, involved. Sheriff's complicit. Comey <laughs> with the FBI. If he's compromised, there's no sheriff. So, and that's what you would do for you to run a system, right? Mm-hmm. You would identify all your threats and you'd compromise them. Hundred percent. I mean, Every judge. This is this is Gotham City. Yeah. yeah. This is how Bane runs Gotham City in Batman. This is not even rocket science. This is like no, no, elementary tactics. Yes, it, it is. It's, it's we use these tactics all the times overseas. I mean, how do you how do you get local nationals uh, that are sympathetic to the Taliban to work for you? It's easy. You compromise them and 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 you, you threaten to exploit them, and then you leverage them and you use them. So the notion that people think it's a conspiracy theory and all of a sudden it's so outlandish and so far-fetched, no, it's not. 
we use these tactics for good. I always say what's used for evil can be used for good. The internet has been a disastrous endeavor for sex trafficking, but it's also a great place to do this, to bring awareness and communication. But America has to be willing to stop living out of sight, out of mind, see no evil, hear no evil, you know, and engage in the reality that it's in their community and they may be complicit. Every day, more than 22 veterans take their lives. That's a devastating reality that we can no longer ignore. But what if I told you that number actually is much higher? According to a recent study, the actual number of veteran suicides could be double the federal estimates. That means 44 veterans could be lost to suicide every single day. Whether the number is 22, 44, or one, one is too many. But there's hope. Mighty Oaks Foundation provides a lifeline for veterans, first responders, and active duty communities struggling with PTSD, depression, and thoughts of suicide. Our non-clinical, faith-based, peer-to-peer programs focus on spiritual resiliency, providing our military and first responder communities to overcome their hardships of service and find a new life purpose. We know that the road to recovery isn't an easy one, but with the support of Mighty Oaks, our warriors can find the hope and healing they need to move forward. Visit MightyOaksPrograms.org. That's MightyOaksPrograms.org and learn how you can support our mission to end the epidemic of suicide in our military and first responders communities. Together, we can make a difference. So you say in there, this is the, the time or this the hour where America could turn a dime and, and get back to the plumb line. What do you mean by that? And is that is that a reality? Can we we can. I, I would be a hypocrite, Chad, if I, if I was to say that it's not a reality because the book I follow, the Word of God says, if we humble ourselves, if we repent and humble ourselves, God will hear our prayers and heal our land. Now, that land may be your marriage, your home, your family, your city. So, yeah, we can turn this thing around. We yeah. can. We can turn this thing around, but it's going to take self-accountability. It's not even looking at, well, Donald Trump will fix it. No, he won't. No. no one man. It's like me saying the president of the United States is going to make your marriage better. That's preposterous. Yeah. It's going to make you not watch porn. It's going to have you have a relationship with your son or your daughter. No, can go, can go implement great policy, can lead, can speak and use the Oval Office to inspire people to take ownership. But we have to take ownership. And the plumb line, of course, is God. And it's that pendulum, right? The plumb line, any, any builder, the plumb line is steady. It's, it, this is center. This is level. We can't be Andrew Tate not level or Joe Biden not level. we got to be level in this country again. And I do believe it's going to happen. I want to bring hope to people, too. We can fix this if we take ownership. And it also makes it bite-sized. It's like the whole saying in Africa, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? I mean, be, because... If, if the American, average American father just said, well, dude, this is so huge, $150 billion, kids, 79,000 kids in Texas, prosecutors, nobody, it, it's too big to care. Right. I go, stop thinking you need to fight the whole thing and you need to fight Washington, D.C. One bite at a time. Is it in your home? Mm. Are you watching porn? Is your son watching porn? And I say to the wives, unfortunately, when a man musters up the courage to raise his hand and say, hey, man, I got a problem. That's not easy for guys to do, even to friends. It's like, it, you know, there's that little, I mean, I don't want to look weak. I don't want to look like I can't handle my family. When a husband comes to a wife and he offers up weakness and he says, listen, I need your help. I'm struggling with porn. 
We now know that over 50% of the time, the women leave the men. They divorce. You don't run from a guy that's coming vulnerable to his girl saying, help me. You, you stand with that dude. You get him help. Now, he has to stand accountable, yeah. you know, Chad. He has to show that he wants to make the effort. You know, he can't continue the sin. And, but we got to start fortifying around this, guys. You know that last year, uh, there was a study done. Last year, only, t- only 20% of pastors in 2022 mentioned pornography from the pulpit. Think well, about that. Uh, well, the church talk- is not leading the conversation. Yeah. Well, a lot of times I think I think it goes to this is probably horrific to say, but but I I, I believe this to be the case. If they, if they're struggling with it themselves, then they're going to be too convicted to speak about it. And most most of them are struggling with it themselves. Hundred um, percent. Statistics show that most it's, of them are struggling. Pornhub. We we. And that's what the enemy does, right? He's like he's going to convict you. you compromise. Can't, you can't speak on this. It's compromise. Compromise. How could you speak on this? Yeah. Who are you? You hypocrite. Yeah. And 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 also. Um, that's why I can within five minutes tell you whether a man will actually join us in the fight. They say they will. If he's watching porn, you can't serve two masters at once. The, the conviction, the self-condemnation that then comes in, Satan goes, you, can, you, you, Stephen, you're going to go fight child trafficking. You who watch porn one o'clock in the morning, you who are unfaithful, you know, who are violating your own relationship with God, never mind your wife. So the guys just disqualify themselves. You know, and it's that whole cycle of a free nation makes weak men and tough times make strong men. It doesn't have to be that way. We've got the word of God. We can be strong men in a free nation. We can. Yeah. We absolutely. need it. We, we need, need the be. watchmen yeah. on the wall. Yeah. We need we need the Sean's and the Chads. And, and the Yakus. And the Yakus. And the Yakus. <laughs> Brother, if I can if I can even remotely Walk like you guys walk. Oh, it it would be a blessing. You're doing it, brother. We, I mean, you know, we also. How, I want, I want, before, I want to yeah. make sure we don't get away from this. How can people watch this? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, mm. uh, and what's your goal? Thank with you. It? Yeah. Yeah, the goal literally is, is family by family for people to just take ownership in their home, earn the hearts of their daughters and their sons back, understand that they can actually change trafficking by, by in their home, then their community, on the golf course, then the school board. And you kind of ripple out the way Jesus built his ministry, right? I mean, you just start small with 12 dudes and then you go. Uh, sexnationfilm.com. Okay, sexnationfilm.com. Sex na- Why sex nation? Because we've become that. <laughs> yeah. We sexualize everything. Everything is, you know, I mean, we, heck, we sell paper towel today using sex. And so, so that's why. But we can turn it. Yeah. No, I was just going to say you guys were talking about, um, you know, some course corrections. I talk about this a lot. I like to ask people that come on, hey, what's the course correction? And <clears throat> obviously we're talking about men, women too, pornography. We need to turn away from pornography. We, we know that the case, but we also need men, and I'm going to speak of men because I'm a man, uh, to be present in their home and to lead our children. If I can raise a daughter to know that she is strong and she is beautiful and she is valued, then she will laugh at these predators that come to try to feed that because I'm already feeding that. If I can raise my son to honor women, to respect women, to be a true leader, then he's going to be less likely to fall to Satan's um, ploys, right? So I know you do some stuff, uh, Yaku, in your ministries. Can you tell uh, the audience about some things that that they can do that, that helps empower uh, the man and the nuclear family? Yeah, thank you, Sean. Really, this is the bulk of our work. Uh, I, I don't know, our team can correct me, but somewhere between 2012 and 15, 
the penny just dropped for me. And it's like, wait a minute, we're not going to stop sex trafficking with rescues. We don't get me wrong. Every child that's afflicted, we got to rescue them. But you're not going to stop it. Okay, like taking drugs off the street. Good luck. They still buy it. So we have to do two things. We have to curb demand, mm. but secondly, we have to raise the risk profile of the child in the eyes of the predator. Mm. Predators are cowards, ultimate cowards, like bullies. Mm. You smack that dude, the whole three three guys attack you. Who do you hit? Hit the biggest guy. Yeah, hit yeah. the leader. You know, and so so. We have to go into schools, which we do, into communities, training parents, okay, on how to earn their son's heart back, how to get their son to be aware of there is a moral dilemma, there is an enemy, there is a wolf out there, and this is how he prowls, this is what he does. Age appropriately, we can. I have these conversations with my six year olds, and I never mention the word sex. Yeah. They don't know the word trafficking, but we're talking about privacy, trust, who can I talk to? Mom and dad, be honest. And I show them that when they tell me when they made a big mistake, I don't overreact. That's when I love on them and they go, I can trust this guy. Yeah. And now they come and they offer up, hey man, I screwed up. Beautiful, let's talk about it, right? This is how you fortify against trafficking so that when some creep online talks to her, she says, hey dad, come read this post. Mm -hmm. Does this yeah. look normal to you? And then parents go, you got teenagers showing parents their posts? I go, yes, I do. When they understand the wolf operates in this space, and they could be a victim. So if you raise the risk profile, so when the predator looks at a child and he goes, this child's risky. This child may blow my cover. Yeah. This child may like an operation, like a military mm. operation. I can't be incognito. I can't be undercover here. This child's going to see me, right? They move on. We can do this. And when a father earns his daughter's heart, like you are, like I pray I am, buddy, there's no way. For a predator it sets a standard one one guy asked me well what do you want my son to do and i said this is what i want your son to do and the boy was 16 i said i want you to train your son to treat every woman that he sees every woman as if she's potentially his future wife i want him to protect her like that well he, he can only marry one i go then he paid it forward for a buddy mm -hmm. and if all the buddies pay it forward then we'll have a culture now when a man honors a woman truly does she will champion a man. And I don't know about you guys, but I've seen this. I've tested this. When a brother calls a brother up, not out, but calls him up, you can get a lot from a brother. But when his girl calls him, mm. dude, there's another engine. There's like another switch. But you know, when you have strife with your wife, nothing can disrupt your life more than that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's but, but what, if, what if it's, come on, man of God, you're a defender. You're a great father. You're stepping in. You're earning our son's heart. And women championing men and men, women, because we, we need each other. God said, help, mate. So, so a couple of things we do is we have programs, training facilities, mechanisms where we go into communities, schools, faculty, churches, staff, uh, town halls, students. We go into students, age appropriate, and we talk to them about this is what's happening in your DMs. Who's experienced this? All the hands go up. That was a predator. Wait, what do you mean? This is the language they use. These are the emojis they use. I can tell any parent today, if your teenage daughter uses the dizzy head emoji, there's an emoji that's a dizzy head. Mm. They have to, in their community, as they talk on Discord, after they watch porn or film porn on themselves, they will sign off a post with a dizzy head. Mm. And it's a signal to go, 
go to my OnlyFans or go to Discord or check. Little things like that where parents can also just stop being a friend and become a parent. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So this tangible things we do, Sean, to really engage the community to save a child before they need rescue. Because we can't just wait until that life is destroyed because that's it's a daunting task yeah. to to the what we call victim services community and then and then survivor stabilization and long term treatment. It's a nightmare. Yeah. To to rebuild that life. You know, and and Fathers and mothers, and I, I understand I was raised without a father. The mothers, if there's no doubt, you can take ownership of your family back and engage. But it's not modern day parenting. Yeah. It's not I need to be liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So how tell the viewers how they can learn yeah. more about what you're doing. Please go to involved um, and- Yeah, please go to help JBM, Juliet Bravo Mike, help JBM.org. It's Yaku Boyan's Ministries. Okay. But if they can't spell that, just help jbm.org. On there, they'll find resources, how to, t- how to talk to my son about porn, how to get him out of porn, how to get me out of porn. Is there online programs, 185 books on the website that should not be in your children's schools, why they shouldn't be there. Letters drafted to your, to your principals and your politicians where you can literally just fill in the name saying, hey, are we aware of this? We, we show, we tracked 144, I think, bills last, last cycle. Right. In, in different states. These are the bills parents need to know about. So they could get out and all that. Co- contact their their congressman. Call to action. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Go yeah. to that website and you can inundate yourself yeah. with ways to not just support us or donate, support your family. Yeah. This what? is us giving you resources saying go to war, be a watchman on the wall for your family and your community. Yeah. Website one more time. Help. JBM, Juliet Bravo Mike. We'll have it at the bottom. Yeah, we'll, dot, we'll make sure. Dot org. We're a 501c3. And that means, and support, guys. Uh, these ministries, uh, these efforts need support. We have to rally behind the cause like if you If you want to make an impact, you have got to rally behind cause like this and help. Uh, um, you have a podcast as well, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's called The Bottom Line. Everything we do, my whole, my Instagram, everything we do, you'll, you'll never see me. I think it's kind of cool if you could post about your personal life. I don't get to. We own everything is about trafficking. Everything yeah. is dedicated trafficking, resource driven, call to action driven. You know, not just information. You know, and yeah. so um, podcast is the bottom line on on YouTube. And I'll give an example. Most recently, my podcast guest was a um, a man who lived as a woman for twenty years. Wow. Mm, and uh, he and he detransitioned. Yeah, Je- Howard. No, this is Jeff Tooley. Okay, and you need to meet this guy. And yeah. Jeff does not pull a punch. He talks about the lies. Yeah, and he was trained as an LBGTQ activist. Wow. The lies and what the the gender modification did to him and the puberty blockers. And so when I do a podcast host, it's always tethered to trafficking to some degree. So that sure. was like, hey, this is what's going to happen to these kids. They're going to be sexually exploited because and so. So, Chad, thank you very much for mentioning that and for uh, for mentioning Sex Nation and uh, for listening to me ramble. Yeah, oh, I want to I want to close with one one last comment that I've heard you say. Um, we continue to hear with the LGBTQ movement and stuff that love is love. Why is that dangerous? Uh, it's very ideology? it's very very dangerous because if you love everything. And everybody, it means there is no right and wrong, which means everything goes. Remember, God 
Now, people will say, well, I don't believe in God. Well, problem number one, yeah. because that means you're God. There's no such thing as, well, I believe in nothing. You're God or God is God. You know, And so Satan wants you to believe you're a deity, that you're a God. So God is love. Okay, But the God of love is also a God of order. He's a God of structure. He's a God that says, if you love, you discipline. If I don't love my children, then I won't discipline them, right? Law and order out the window, that's not love. Letting a child be exploited, that's not love. Intentionally confusing a child or introducing different sexual options to a child, that's not love. Here's what they've done. They've made love God. Yeah. God who is love, they've made love God. They worship love. If, there's, if love is love, there's no boundaries. There's no boundaries. All things go. So now you love the sin and the sinner. And, and even if you're not a man of God, what kind of a, parent, a person right, or parent would want to see their loved one fall apart? But that's what happens when everything goes. That's right. So it's such a hypocritical statement because here's what really happens. When their lives fall apart, they ask for help. They ask why. Or when they get cancer and they can't fix it with money, all of a sudden they're looking for, can someone help please? Right. So you can't love everything and everybody without order and have, and have a good result. It's not possible. And that's why we, and I always get it with this, so, so you don't love people? No. I love the sinner because I'm one, mm-hmm. but I hate the sin. Mm-hmm. That's my instruction. And why do I hate the sin? Because I don't want it to consume you. Whether you believe, Joe Biden, I don't want the man to lose his soul. I don't want the man to, he can't be president because he's not, he's not no. cognitively <laughs> there, right? right? But I don't want him, I, I don't want he wish ill on that man yeah. and his family. I want him to meet God. I want him to meet his maker, right? But it doesn't mean you can be president. So I can't love your inability to lead so therefore, I let you lead. Right. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. It doesn't work. It causes destruction. So we don't we hate the sin because we don't want the individual to fall, whether they believe what we believe or not. But therefore, we must discipline, which yeah. means the pedophile can go meet Jesus in a forty year prison sentence. You don't get to walk out on the street. Yeah. No. And put other people at risk. That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I asked you that at the end of the at the end of the episode, but I had to ask because uh, you know I'm I'm right there with you, and I, I am I am so thankful for you being here, uh, but but more so th- so thankful for everything you're doing. Super proud to know that you're doing it, and and, and to get to know you better. And uh, I I pray that God locks our arms uh, tighter. Uh, we, we we're we're together. with you. I say it publicly, yeah. we're with both of you, your organization, Mighty Oaks. Man, I want to plug Mighty Oaks. I want to pl- plug this show. I want to plug <laughs> Chad and Sean. Yeah. For the viewers, if you follow these guys, double down because because you are few and far between. I I travel. I meet a lot of people, and and um. The, the respect and the honor is stated at, with, the, with the utmost sincerity. Thank you. Have followed your work for a long time. We have mutual friends, yeah. and, and they all love you. And they, I'm going to go back and say, you guys need to you know, promote him harder. <laughs> He's better than you said. You know? <laughs> yeah, Glenn so, and everyone at the Blaze. You got, Glenn Beck, yeah, what a champion. Mercury, Mercury One. The Blaze, uh, Mercury One. Yeah. They love you. Yeah. And uh, we're honored to be with them as well. And Sean, honestly, our, our call, you have a father's heart. If I could just do this for a second, 
Yeah. You're a man of God. You're a warrior. You are an Ezekiel 33 man. You're a watchman on the wall. And you are warning the blood will not be on your hands. You've tangibly stepped into the life of a young woman. You're making a difference. You, you can't measure what God's doing through you. So I pray favor over your marriage. I pray favor of your marriage, Chad, that God brings blessing in this new child in your life and, and the grandchildren and your children, your physical bodies, this building, your staff, your coming and going. Uh, the Lord's going to carry you. Um, I just think it's a season where we need to run really hard. Yeah, we can rest when we're with him. We need to Absolutely, run right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, we do. And, yeah. and and like I said, let's do let's do it together as much. Maybe as I can jump out of a plane with you. I'll take you anytime. <laughs> I'll take I want to say I appreciate that, Yaku. Yeah. I mean, I share I've shared with with you and Chad knows my personal story, yeah. uh, and and dealing with with the topics we've covered today. Yeah, and um, you're the way you're you're battling this with such boldness and and uh, with such conviction is is really amazing to see. So I applaud you for that. And, and the same, I will I will be lifting you guys up that you continue Thanks, to, to do the good work as I know the Lord's calling you to do, for sure. Appreciate you. Yep, yep. Yeah. Well, Jakob Bowens, say it right this time of day? Yeah. Yes. Jakob Bowens. got it. Jakob Bowens. Jakob Bowens is staying dangerous, and we sure appreciate you, man. Absolutely. God bless you guys. Bless Thanks. you. Brother.